0: Welcome to Enhanced Living. I'm your host, Adam Krueger. Enhanced Living is all about becoming the best version of ourselves and growing to be exactly who we were meant to become. Now, I've been through so many ups and downs in my life, and the one thing that I've learned is that there's always a next step to take on our path and our journey in this life. No matter how successful you currently are, there's always a way to be a better version of you this podcast is all about figuring out that process. Through my own insights and interviews with extraordinary people, I hope you'll be inspired to evolve and become the best version of yourself. Let's jump right in. All right, welcome back to Enhanced Living. Um, once again, I wanna thank you for joining me here today as we explore ways to become the best version of ourselves. As you know, if you've been listening for a while, this is really a journey. It's not, it's not something where you have some epiphany and then all of a sudden you're there. It's, it's a constant evolution, it's a constant conversation, and it's a constant searching to do just a little bit better than yesterday. Uh, today's guest, oh, I'm excited. Uh, she is an intuitive human design reader. She's a certified professional coach Coach. she is an instigator of joy and the host of the find your awesome podcast she's also a triathlete to boot which is just mega impressive on top of everything else uh welcome to the show kelsey abbott kelsey thank you so much for being here today
1: thank you adam i'm really excited about this i'm excited to Me see too. where we're gonna go
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We're, we're about to find out. I want to start real quick, actually, with intuitive human design reader. Can you please elaborate on that? Because I know that there's people listening right now going, wait, what? I'm, what that sounds amazing. What is that?
1: Yeah. So human design is a weird term, but here's what it means. It is, I'm going to give you two definitions, actually. Let me start with the boring one, which is that it's this combination of The Kabbalah tree of life, astrology, the chakra system, and you mix them all together and throw in some other things like the I Ching, and you get this, like it's called a science of distinction, of understanding our uniqueness. All right, now let me explain it in a way that actually makes sense. Your little baby soul. Got called to Earth School, and I got so excited because this is where we do the learning and growing and and the whole humaning thing. And before you came to Earth, it chose who you're going to be and what you're going to do. In other words, it shows how you're going to change the world, and then it picked out all the tools, the totally unique tools that you would need to do that, and then to set that in stone-ish, it shows the exact time and date and place where you would enter earth school. And that's what created your human design blueprint. So then years later, you can discover this human design blueprint and remember who you are.
0: That's really interesting. So so basically, if I'm gonna sum it up, it's basically an interdisciplinary approach to how we came to be exactly who we are. So when we have that feeling of, I just feel like I have to do xyz whatever it is write a book you know become mm-hmm. a teacher so on and so forth that's because it's it's encoded in our dna so to speak or or i mean i guess you could say that because in my in my view everything is energy there is no such thing as a physical body versus a spiritual body it's all the same stuff so you're basically saying that that's all encoded pre birth
1: yeah our soul picked everything out for us before it doesn't mean that we don't have free will of course we have free will because there are millions of ways that we can use these gifts but our soul loves us so much and it picked out some of the silliest little things for us. Some, so much magic, but some of the things are like, it seem really little, like, oh my God, you are here to like hot food. Like you're going to be at your best <laughs> when you are eating hot food. I mean, that's really like simplifying that particular gift, but I mean, your soul figured that out before you came to earth. What? How amazing is that?
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's wonderful, and and to be honest, I I fully, fully, fully uh, believe that one hundred percent, wholeheartedly. It, it's how I explain déjà vu uh, to me, and it's 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 I. If you've been listening to the show for a while, which uh, you know my listeners obviously, I know you have been. I I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine years ago about what deja vu was about and i was like you know i think it's that you know before we come in we go to this like sort of viewing room and we get to see every infinite possibility that could potentially play out for our lives and so it's just kind of like you remember that that's what that is it's a dream it's a it's a flash of like oh right that's what i was looking at it doesn't necessarily mean anything it just means hey look you're just remembering what you saw before you came into the body and then i stumbled across a book called journey of souls and (laughs) i was about to ask
1: you if you'd read that
0: (laughs) Oh, I have. I've read that one in Destiny of Souls, and it's on my nightstand still because that one just blew my mind apart because when I got to that point, I literally, like, my jaw hit the floor because, you know, at the end of the day, I was just like, wow, intuitively I felt that, and that's what this person explored and found. So I'm I'm right there with you. Now, I know that um, with respect to having all these things planned out ahead of time and so on and so forth, you know a lot of people are going to be going well but what about the diseases and what about the bad stuff that happens and and can we can we jump into that for a
1: second mm, yeah so there are like there is an energetically correct way to use your gifts in a way that's not so correct in other words if you're like totally ignoring the way you're supposed to move through life you can end up with let, let's say the throat center for instance if you have an open throat And that would mean that you're here to advocate for others. And you're not, maybe you're like not speaking at all, or you're yelling from a pulpit. That's not energetically correct for you. And, you know, maybe you end up with like thyroid troubles. So the idea is when we are living in alignment with our design in every way possible, which is a total practice day by day, we're gonna fall out of alignment, get back up, get back into alignment. So when we are living in total alignment, we will also be at optimal health.
0: i I absolutely love that. I think I think that that's a wonderful thing. and I know that there's people listening going, well, how do I know if I'm in alignment and if I'm not and how do I follow the right path and how do I know that you know what I'm doing is actually working towards what i'm what I'm going towards? And so what would you say to someone like that? like how would you how would you advise them to go, well, no, no, no. This, these are the signposts. These are the things you need to look for.
1: Mm, Yeah. So I would say start with a human design reading or understanding your human design. So human, like our, our blueprint, which is our soul's blueprint that we have access to through human design. It has it all laid out. It gives us permission to be who we know we are. So use that. I'd say you don't have to struggle and try to figure it out and figure out when you're in alignment. Learn to understand your human design and you'll you'll just know each energy type has a particular red flag, for instance. So if generators or manifesting generators, let me back up. There are five energy types in human design. Generator, manifesting generator, manifester, projector, and reflector. And to figure out your human design, to get your human design chart, you can do that on my website. And all you need to know is where you were born, when you were born, and the time you were born. The time, the exact time is super important. Hopefully it's on your birth certificate. And I think it is on every birth certificate in the US and Canada, but you may not have the version that has the time on it. Mm-hmm. So you may have to be do some digging with like county clerks and stuff like that. To, but but it is gettable. Uh, second choice, cross your fingers that your mom wrote it down in your, in your baby book. And if you are a parent listening to this, or you are thinking of having children, or you are currently pregnant, write down <laughs> that kid's birth time, do them a favor right now. Okay. So anyway, you just have to put all that information in and I will send you your chart for free. And when I send you your chart, I'll also tell you your energy type and your profile. So you don't have to like take an assessment. This isn't anything subjective. This is just based on your birth time and date and place. Okay. So if you're a generator or manifesting generator, when you feel frustrated, that is your red flag that you are not living your design. When you are a manifester, when you feel angry, that is your sign that you're not living your design. When you are a projector and you feel bitter, that's your sign that you're not living your design. And when you're a reflector and you feel disappointed, that's your red flag to get back in alignment and start living your design.
0: Interesting. Can you talk a little bit about what the energy types are, uh, what they do normally in life? So in other words, you say that if you are a um, manifester and you're feeling frustrated, is, uh,
1: uh, did I get that right? Manifestors get angry, yeah. Right.
0: So if you're a manifestor and you're angry, you're not following your But What do manifestors typically do? I mean, I have an idea of where we're going with this, but I just wanted to hear it from you.
1: Yeah. So um, manifestors are super powerful. They are here to own their power. Their energy is really, really big. And because they have that big energy, when they were kids, they typically got the message to sh- tone it down, like play small, shrink themselves a little bit. And so the work of a manifester is be big, take up space, own your power, and by owning your power you're going to inspire the rest of us to own our power. Manifestors are here to start movements. And when manifestors feel trapped, in other words, when they feel like someone's trying to make them small, which is likely sometimes is the case, sometimes it's themselves trying to make them small, that's going to make them feel angry. So um, a generator is here to follow what lights them up, to really, truly follow the joy. Generators get this idea as kids that they're here to sacrifice themselves. They came in knowing they're here to lift people up. And when they're little kids, they get praised for doing stuff they don't want to do. You know, sharing their favorite toy or going and hugging that uncle that they don't really want to hug, or you know, setting the dinner table when they don't want to do that. They get told they're good girls and boys. So this is ingrained in them as adults, okay, to make other people happy, I need to sacrifice myself. Here's the truth. By sacrificing yourself, it's essentially like you make someone a little bit happy, like you give them a parking spot. But what you're really here for, generators, is to elevate the world and you do that by following what lights you up. When a generator does what lights them up, they become super sparkling. And it's their sparkle, their juicy magnetic energy that elevates the world. That's what they're here for. Manifesting generators are a hybrid between manifestors and generators. So they've got a little bit of both of those. But the bottom line for manifesting generators is that, and that's my type, and we are here to play we're here to carve brand new paths and do what other people think is impossible and do it with joy and to show other people that you don't have to fit in a box. You can mm-hmm. go all over the place and be wildly successful. And then projectors are here to guide us and to make existing systems better. Projectors, Projectors are, are like, a bird sitting on a tree branch while all the rest of us are scurrying around on the forest floor. So the bird, the projector, is sitting up there watching the rest of us, and it's like watching a squirrel run around trying to figure out where it left its nuts. And so it shouts down, yo, squirrel, your nuts are over here. The squirrel looks up and is like, who are you? Mind your own business, you jerk. You jerk and then the projector feels bitter. But if the projector's watching and the squirrel just happens to notice the projector, because the projector sees itself, the squirrel looks up and is like, hey, projector, I bet you can see a lot from up there. And the projector's like, yeah, I can. Do you happen to know where I left my nuts? And the projector's like, yeah, they're over here. And then the squirrel's like, oh my goodness, thank you so much, projector. You are the best. So projectors are here to guide us and they see everything. They just want to make sure the rest of us are able to receive their wisdom before they give it to us. Because otherwise we end up saying, projector, you jerk, mind your own business. And then reflectors. Reflectors are like, I call them disco balls of awesomeness. They feel and amplify everything around them, their environments, the people around them, all the energy around them, and they reflect it right back to us. So Reflectors belong in the center of the tribe to show us how the tribe is doing. And then, when a reflector isn't doing well, we know we're in trouble. So reflectors are really here. Like, if you want to feel really good about yourself, hang out with a reflector, spend some one-on time with uh, one-on-one time with a reflector. You're gonna be like, oh my god, they're so smart and funny and wonderful because mm-hmm, they're you. They're just amplifying your energy right back to you.
0: That's amazing. First of all, I love that that uh, description of all of them, and I know that you know my my first brain goes well all right let me see which one am i right you 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 try to break it down immediately and i know people listening right now are going well uh, this one sounds the best i think that's the me i think that's me i think that's me um because th- this one sounds like the- you know and and that's our that's our human nature is we always want to we we go for the one that we think that we're supposed to be and i feel mm-hmm. like instantly if you're if you're associating with or identifying with one that is not actually you that could actually cause you to be out of alignment with what it is that you're meant to be doing yes. and it can bring that kind of you know misalignment right
1: absolutely and the thing is we sometimes you're like oh i think that person's a manifesting generator because manifesting generators tend to be the the multi-hyphenate people the people that so the world tells us to go from a to b to c and manifesting generators we tend to go from like A to hippopotamus to 63 to orange. And that is our style. So sometimes that's kind of, you can tell, although they could be a reflector who hangs out with a manifesting generator. And so they're acting like a manifesting generator. So you can't necessarily tell somebody's energy type until you look at their chart. And there's no type that's better than any other type. Every type is amazing and perfect. And when you really, truly, understand your type, it's going to resonate with your soul. And I tell people, if you're digging into human design on your own, of course, I want you to come get a reading with me and that's how I want you to do it. But if you're digging into it on your own, if you learn anything that makes you feel stuck or paralyzed or like, oh, you're not supposed to do something, switch. Start learning from someone else. Human design is here to be a giant permission slip. It, is, it should make you feel really good. It should make you sh- your shoulders relaxed. It should make you just breathe a huge sigh of relief and maybe even be like, I knew it. It should feel really good to know and understand your design. And if it doesn't, anything you learn that doesn't work for you, just let it go. That's
0: interesting. I, I, I like that you say that. There's two things actually that you said that I want to bring up because... You know, the first is that, you know, you listen to these and obviously right away you hear manifesting generator. I want to be that, you know, like you think that that's necessarily probably better than all the others. And I love that you're 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 explicitly going no, no, no. None of them is any better than any any of the others. They're all necessary, they're all integral to how we live, how we you know grow as a society, as a people, so on and so forth. So I think that that's just a wonderful thing just to boot right there. But secondly, I think that I think that it's so important for people to understand to you know incorporate what resonates and then release the rest because so many people try to force themselves into that box. and I know that even for me personally for so many years, you know i felt like i i didn't fit i couldn't figure out how to you know make any of it really work because i've always sort of felt like i was on the outside looking in right and so when you were describing reflector i was like oh maybe that's maybe that's me and and truth truth be known i i have not looked into it yet i have not figured out exactly what the type is because i'm also a multi hyphenate i Podcast, I host, I am in business, I do writing, I do so many different things, you know, so right there, there's two definitions of things that I can, I can definitely slot into. But again, it's about the birth date and the time and the chart. So right after this, I'm, I'm going on to the site, and I'm mm-hmm. going to, um, and I'm going to put it in because I have to. But The point that i'm trying to make here is that i I think that so many people try to force the fit with so many different things instead of going wait what am i what am i good at what resonates let me go with that and then allow and trust that the energy that I'm putting forth is not a waste because I don't believe that anything is a wasted effort. I think that, you know, even the times where we put something in and we fail, right? People are like, oh, that was a waste of time. No, it wasn't. You have no idea how that's gonna come back around for you. You just don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that people need to trust more. So what are your thoughts on that with respect to the energy types? uh, That's part one. And actually part two, I'll ask you afterwards because it's gonna get lost in the answer. I know this for sure, so. Okay, (laughs)
1: good. Because I'm like, uh uh-oh.
0: Let's just start with part one. You know, how do you, how do you, how do you, um, how does that relate to the energy types mm-hmm. as far as just letting, letting go and trusting in the universe and understanding that there's no wasted effort anywhere.
1: There is no wasted effort anywhere. Every single human, every single being on this planet is here to experience ease and to follow the joy. That's more explicit sometimes in a generator or manifesting generators chart, but it is true for all humans. Similarly, projectors are advised against giving unsolicited advice, you know, create an invitation before you give advice. That is true for all humans too. (laughs) Don't give unsolicited advice. Our bodies respond to it as a threat. We are here to be super sparkly. We are here to light up. And all of us are here to raise the world. No one is here to be on the struggle bus.
0: So what would you say to someone who's on the struggle bus right now? You know, you're an instigator of joy, right? And so there, I, we all know the people, I, my my, my term, and it's not my term because it comes from Winnie the Pooh, but you know, the Eeyores of the, of the bunch, you know, who constantly are looking on the negative side of things. They're constantly expecting things to go wrong and i'll say but if you're expecting it to go wrong that's exactly what you're going to manifest because that's how it works so stop expecting it to go wrong and start expecting it to go right but what would you say to the people who are already pre-programmed from their physical side of things because we're not pre-programmed before we come here to be negative Mm -hmm. um but i think that in our in our some (laughs) then again You know, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe sometimes the whole idea is to learn how to, you know, think from a positive perspective. So you come in with a more negatively charged, uh, you know, personality trait. But what would you say to those people who are currently on the struggle bus and you just are like, hey, look, all you got to do is pull a little string and then and then the bus will stop and you can get off.
1: Like, how would you how would you advise them to do that? Mm, It's true. So we all come in to Earth School. On day one, we remember everything. We have that chart like memorized. On day two, we start forgetting. And humans, the other humans that are keeping us alive, start teaching us how to be a human. They're doing their best, really trying to teach us how to survive and thrive in this world. The stuff they tell us ends up becoming what's known as conditioning. It's Their ideas of how we're supposed to do things has nothing to do with our chart unless they happened to get their baby's chart read, you know, at a very young age, which is amazing, by the way. I can't imagine what it would have been like to be raised to support my design. But if you're on the struggle bus right now, I would say, okay, I've been on the struggle bus off and on, you know, I'm not a frequent rider, but of course I've been there. This is a human experience. And you don't have to be a frequent rider. You don't have to be on it all day, every day. Learning to change your mindset is going to take practice. Right now, the neural pathways in your mind are, you've got like a highway. It's like the, the struggle bus fast track. That's what you've built in your brain. What we want to build and is possible to build is a detour, That's on the path of ease and flow and joy and love and magic and miracles. And building that is going to take practice. It's going to take showing up every day. It's going to take a conscious action of like, "Mm, okay, I see the negative thought. I'm going to choose a different one because we always, always, always have a choice. So you have a choice whether you want to get on the struggle bus right now, or if you'd like to get off, always have a choice in every single second of your life.
0: I agree with that wholeheartedly Um, I also I also feel I mean for me at least um, you know I've been meditating for coming up on close to 25 years at this point and it's it's been it's been the defining game changer for me personally because it's allowed me to stay present it's allowed me to stay focused and in the moment it's allowed me to be able to observe that thought as it comes in or at least catch it on the tail end before it spirals out of control. And allows me to choose a different way to go, and so I, I totally agree with that. In that, it's it's always a choice. Happiness is an inside job. It's it's a you choose it. Now that doesn't mean that, and this is kind of bringing me to my next question, which is we live in a world of duality, right? So the the human school, the earth school, however you want to call it, whatever you want to put it, it's it's a place of light and dark, love and hate. Uh, or really, it's just fear and love. Those are the two, but. You know, at the end of the day, you have to have one in order to perceive the other because, you know, just like a fish in water doesn't understand that they're in water until they're out of water, you know, we need that differentiating factor to kind of understand where we're at. And so I think some would say, hey, look, the struggle bus is good to be on every so often so that you can understand when things are going easy. Maybe the struggle bus is an opportunity for you to choose to get off of it. Uh, so that you can appreciate that fast-tracking highway in 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 beauty and magic and and, and creation, right? So, what would you say about that?
1: Mm, I, so, I agree that the struggle bus can really highlight where we are and where the rest of the world is. And I think there comes a point when you've been doing the work, we'll call it, for years and years and years, where you don't need to actually get on the struggle bus to see the duality. Mm-hmm. Instead, you just see it you, and you see, "Oh, I don't want. It's like I don't want to go down that road." No. I see that it's a road. I'm not ignoring it. I see that it is very very possible to go down that road. I see how people go down that road, and I'm choosing not to go down that road. Thank you very much. And I want to agree with what you said Adam about meditation. I think it's if you don't have the ability to have the pause, if you don't even have the ability to hear the internal dialogue that's happening in your head, how do you move forward? I'm not sure. I mean, I I think there might be a way, but add in the meditation piece. It's it's a key aspect of it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I I know that there's so many different stories of people who are in the flow and that's really where the magic happens because that's when you're so present and you're so focused on what it is that you're in at the moment that you're not thinking about what's coming or where you know you're just in it and and that's when time melts away. You look up and you're like, oh my god, three hours just passed. Where was I for three hours? Mm-hmm. You're in the flow. You're in your that's 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 the place where you want to be living in in at all times. So I, I always say like if you're sitting there and you're upset about something or you're frustrated or you're anxious, you're you're either in the past or the future, but you're not in the now, right? And that's again Eckhart Tolle you can there's so much reading that can be done there's so much um, education that you can give yourself to kind of be on that place. but I think we're kind of away from our, our human design situation here now and I want I want to come back to that because you know at the beginning you said that it's something where you know you can put your birth date and your time into the chart and then you'll you'll give the person what they are and and, and what their what their tech I don't want to say life path is but what their type is which helps them figure out their life, life path. So the question is how do you find it? I know you mentioned it's an interdisciplinary approach, right? It's Kabbalah, it's the chakra system, it's everything. But but how did you come into this? How did you figure this out? What what brought you to this place? And and how do you how do you do these readings for people? I guess is mm-hmm. I, I want to know the you know the the how. A lot of people do want to know the how. I, I would imagine.
1: So <laughs> I became a certified coach eight ish years ago. I'm bad the time, but I think about eight years ago. And I started my podcast, the find your awesome podcast in 2017. At one point I was interviewing a guest and she asked me, have you ever heard of human design? And I said, no. And I think I cocked my head like a puppy. Cause I, I had no idea what it was. As I said, like the name is weird. It kind of, I'm like, what, what do you mean human design? Like, I I don't know where I went, but I did not, I did not know what it was, but then she sent me the link to go find my human design. And so I looked it up online and I learned that I was a manifesting generator. So when you see a human design chart, you're going to see a whole lot of numbers, a whole lot of colors, and this human profile of a human head wearing a tent with shapes inside, shapes and colors inside. And you're going to be like, what am I supposed to do with this? And that's how I was for weeks. And I would just occasionally Google manifesting generator and I was not coming up with much. And then at one point... I read manifesting generators are also known as warrior Buddhas. And I was like, oh, oh, that, yes, I feel so seen. And that was like the breadcrumb I needed to be like, oh, keep going. And then it was like a month later that I was at an event and somebody said, oh, if you're interested in human design, you probably know this person. Of course, I didn't know this person, but I like went and this is where I went and did a deep dive. I followed her on Instagram. I read like every post she'd ever created, all these little nuggets of human design wisdom. I listened to every podcast she'd been on. And then I did every training she'd ever done. And when she offered the full certification, I jumped on board with that. So when I look at an astrology chart, it means nothing to me. Like I can, I'm can't. i like, okay, there are lines, there are symbols, and I recognize some of them. And I cannot retain the information. Like I remember little tiny nuggets. There's something different for me when I look at a human design chart. It's just like it all makes perfect sense. It all comes in and sometimes I get intuitive hits about the person. I'll get like, "Oh, a certain phrase, this is for them." And like, "Oh my goodness, yes. This is the way they do this and this is this gift feels like it's lit up in neon." So, that's that's me and human design and there's the piece that as I'm learning my design, I so we all have a sun personality gate. And that is considered, I say, if you don't know what to do, lean into this. So mine is to be intuitive for other people. And when I learned that, I laughed and said, oh, universe, you're so sassy. Because I had been like, Oh, me intuitive. No, no, no. And I was finally starting to be like, oh, maybe I'm a little intuitive. Maybe, maybe people are not just like messing with me when they say that. And then, oh, look, that's what my soul chose for me. Okay, mm. maybe, maybe it's true.
0: I, I love that. It's it's so it's so interesting because, you know, the bringing up the intuitive side of things. So for me, that's 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 a huge thing. Um, you know, I'm I have a background in yoga and Ayurveda. Uh, you know, Ayurveda, do you know much? Of course you must. Yeah. So, So when you look at the different dosha types, right, and the different constitutions, right, you've got Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. As someone who has studied it and understands it on a on an inherent level i can look at somebody and almost instantly know exactly what their what their dosha type is and and it's it's usually right unless there's a severe imbalance on one of them that makes them you know go towards something else does that some is that something that kind of plays out with you as well when you're when you're talking to people with human design like yes you need the charts and so on and so forth but again you just said you you have that intuitive thing so are you able to kind of like look at someone and be like oh yeah no no no, you're totally this does that does that play out for you as well
1: Yes. And sometimes I want to say it. And sometimes I'm like, no, because this actually, there's a, whole... because of the human design has so many layers that sometimes I'm like, oh, like I, I kind of, I'm thinking like, Adam, I think you might be a manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. But honestly, actually, that's my brain. My Intuitively, I'm not entirely sure yet, but there are so many other ways that you could get to being multi-hyphenate because there's there's the energy types, that's the generator, manifesting, generator, projector, reflector, manifester bit. And then there's a profile, which is kind of our personality. And then there's all these energy centers. There are nine energy centers. And then there are what I call golden nuggets sprinkled throughout our charts. And then there are like these connecting pieces, which are also golden nuggets in our chart. And then there's the, like the North node. And as I mentioned, the sun personality gate, like there's, and then there's these arrows to it. There are so many levels that sometimes like, like I did a reading once for somebody I knew was super intuitive And I was like, where is this in our chart? And it took a lot of digging. And then I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. It's not like right out in front, like, like mine is.
0: Interesting. I wonder. I'm. I'm curious. I'm. I'm. Like I said, I, I definitely have to, you know, submit my information to get the chart done because I've always been curious about um, all of that wonderful stuff. And at the end of the day, I also am a strong, strong, strong believer in, you know, free will and just following what it is that you know in your gut is is what you're meant to do. I've I've never been someone who I don't know why I'm talking about myself right now, but I, I think it's relevant because I always find that the more personal you get. Uh, the more relatable you become, because so many people are actually really in the same place. You know, um, I've always followed that intuitive nudge. When I moved to LA, uh, when I was you know just out of university, it was it wasn't something like okay, well this is how it's gonna work out and this is what's gonna be and whatever. It was just no, nope, feel like I need to go, so I left. Now, am I also a, a severe planner? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm very much a planner, but at the same time. I'll follow that intuitive nudge. And it's it's what's led me to everywhere I've gone. I've never, I always just lead with my gut. If my gut's telling me to do something, I don't question it. I just go with it and then worry about it later because I trust that it's gonna work out, right? So I always wonder, you know, where where that aspect of the personality fits in. And, you know, at the same time, since I was a little kid. Since I was very, very, very little, no one is ever able to lie to me because I know instantly I can read energy, I can feel it, I know it on a, it's just something that it, it's, it's, I've always been super sensitive as far as that goes. So intuitively speaking, I've always followed my gut whenever an, a random email comes in, you know, just the same way that we got to this conversation here, it was a random email. You know from your publicist who was like hey are you accepting you know guests on the show and i had just gone on hiatus uh you know after hitting the 100 episode mark i was like okay time to time to you know regroup take a break and come back strong but i was like yes yes i am yes i am who is this person oh she looks amazing great let's have a conversation like that's literally how that went down it wasn't like oh who are you to email me right now and what is going on here and no this came in it's meant for me you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i don't really know there's no thought there there's no question there it's just more i feel like people should listen to their gut more often i think that if 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 nothing else like i, I look if you're listening right now definitely go kelsey's gonna give her information at the at, at the end it's gonna be in the show notes uh below 100 percent go ahead and put your information in go get a reading with her because i can already tell that she you're the real deal okay i'm not going to talk about you like you're not in the room you're not. It's over Zoom, but you get the idea. Um, <laughs> um, but, at the the e- Zoom but at the end room. of the day, it's a, exactly. We are in the same Zoom room. Um, <laughs> but I always say, follow your gut. If you could just listen to your intuition more, that's your soul whispering through to your physical self going, hey, listen, by the way, I know what you're supposed to be doing. Go ahead and do that.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And sometimes it's just going to, well, sometimes always your soul is just going to tell you what you need to know right now. Your soul's not going to tell you the end of the story. What fun is that? Your soul's going to tell you the the next step. Um Which I want to say also I'm yeah. I followed my intuition as well. I don't have the planning piece. So mine is kind of like a cross my fingers and jump like okay, this is what I'm doing. Like when I retired from social media last year, it was a oh okay, yeah, I'm getting the nudge and I'm off. I interviewed someone for my podcast a few weeks ago, and turns out we retired from social media around the same time. She, however, like planned it out for six weeks and kept telling her audience, I'm not going to be here anymore. You can reach me on these other platforms. I'm like, well, that would have been a great idea. I didn't do that. (laughs) Instead, like I snuck on um, after I'd been off for like eight months and just like in my profile wrote, I don't play here anymore. You can email me instead. But yeah, if I had had that planning piece, I think one, it would have been so much more helpful to like ease into it. But two, I also think that if I had known like, okay, in six weeks, I'm going to be off. I would have been really hard. Those six weeks would have been really tough for me.
0: I was just about to ask, are you someone who, once you come to a place, it's like, okay, it has to happen now. Like once you make a decision, like it has
1: to happen yesterday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I, I feel like it's, it's it's you know, when we made our decision to move, um, you know, we, we announced this. Obviously, we moved from L.A. to Vancouver when we, we made the decision and there was like a four-month lag or a three-month lag between making the decision and actually doing it. Once the decision was made, I was like, let's just go now. Let's just leave. Let's just go. I I always I, I have a lot of trouble waiting once I've made a decision and I know where things are gonna go. And and it's interesting because I feel like there's two sides to that coin because sometimes when you wait different things fall into place that that are meant for you. So you were meant to wait. You're not you're you know, you can't rush the process. And again, like that's why I say it's about trusting in your gut and your intuition, but it's also trusting in the process and trusting in the universe to kind of bring everything in its own time, right? So how hard is that for you when you when you um you know, when you make a decision you know and it's like okay, but wait a second, I have to wait for the stars to align, you know, to kind of make it happen. Because isn't there a balance between allowing it to happen in the right time and then also waiting too long?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you're speaking so much to um, a bunch of things that come up in human design. So, as a manifesting generator, our flow is fast. So, people love to tell us to slow down, it, like our speed triggers other people. The thing is, it doesn't feel like we're moving quickly. So, don't, if you're a manifesting generator, don't slow down. People will follow you. Don't worry about them. You just keep doing you because it'll be painful to slow down. Will you have to go back and fix some stuff, like edit some stuff? Yeah, probably. But it's just going to, that's like going against your design. Just flow with it. And then there's this piece in our design. It's it's called being like a split definition or it's triple split definition or single definition. There's quad split too, but the it's like how many teams you have in your energy. So for instance, if you're single definition, you make a decision and boom, you go. If you're split definition, it's still pretty quick. I'm, I'm um, split definition. My husband is triple split, which means he's got like to get three teams on board before he makes a decision. For me, it feels like he takes forever to make a decision, and the beauty in that, we recently what were we doing? We were buying a water filtration system for our house, and he just had a good gut instinct about the first guy, and I'm like, I totally would have gone for gone to him, but then my husband was like, No, I want to talk to a few other people. His triple split enables him to like, it still it takes him so long to make a decision that when he makes that decision, he's covered all the bases. And it is like so right. And it ends up being like the last person he spoke to was exactly who we needed to go with. And I, I would have screwed that up. I would have gone with the first person. Like, oh, he feels good. Let's go. Let's do this. So we work really well together.
0: Interesting. I, I I can definitely relate to that. Now, you you mentioned getting teams on board. Can you elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So we've got nine energy centers in our design, in, in that tent, tent person that you'll see. So... All right, if you're familiar with the chakra system, forget pretty much everything you know right now. Okay. Or just you know, put it in a back room for a second. So we've got the root center, solar plexus, sacral, spleen, ego, the G center, the throat, the ajna, and the crown. Now, if let's say so our our wisdom lives in our body, our heads in human design. They're just for decoration and they're just for processing. We don't make any decisions up there. All of our decisions, all of our wisdom lives in our body. Excuse me. So if, for instance, you've got your solar plexus and your sacral center defined, and then you've got your crown and your ajna defined, you're going to have this emotional decision-making ability so you're going to make a decision from your emotions, from your desires, from what, for, from what lights you up, and then your head is going to come in and be like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea with all the rationalizations, all the logic. And those are your two teams. One will usually lead the other. And in most Western people, the head leads the body because so many people are conditioned just to pay attention to their heads.
0: Interesting. Okay. So when you say teams, you're talking about the different energy centers that we have active in our chart. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. Two more questions before I, before I have you tell everyone where they can find you. Mm -hmm. Um, one, if, so, so if someone's having issues, let's say in their stomach, for example, what would you tell that person? Like, Hey, look, you need to start listening to your gut more. Or how would you, how would you look at that from that perspective?
1: Uh, that's exactly right. Like we, we dig into how their sacral center is defined, like is it defined or is it open? Meaning do you have your own energy there or are you feeling and amplifying everyone else's energy? We would look at all the golden nuggets that live in their sacral center and see if they are actually living those nuggets, if they're owning and sharing those gifts. And also there's human design gives us some insight into how each energy type is best to eat. So we would look at that. And then human design also has your digestion type. So we would check in and see if the person is eating in alignment with their particular digestive type. That's so interesting.
0: I Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. This is so, this is so fascinating. All of it. I mean, I I knew from go that it was just, it was going to be an interesting conversation that, that, you know, this is not a surprise. It's just, I I'm, I'm, I'm still super fascinated. I love it. Um, so, so the question then becomes, uh, or I want to say before we wrap up, uh, if you had one bit of advice to give to each energy type, I know that's, that may sound a little broad, Mm -hmm. but if you were to say like one specific thing, like not like, Oh, here's like a, a a 12 page paragraph, you know, or 12 page like essay on what you should do. But for each energy type, if you're just like, you know, um, manifesting generators go with your gut, uh, you know, reflectors do, you know, if you
1: had one bit, what would that be? generators do what lights you up manifesting generators play manifestors own your power projectors create the invitation reflectors own your fluidity I like this. let me i'll I'll explain the reflectors mm-hmm. bit because reflectors because they reflect the environment around them they're a different person in different environments. They're actually a different person every single day and every moment of every day. And in owning that and not trying to put themselves in a box or slap a label on themselves, that's the where they will be just open to surprises and magic. That's beautiful.
0: I asked this question of every guest that ever comes on the show. Um, if you had one bit of advice to help people live enhanced and become the best version of themselves, and I, you've already spoken so much about it. And honestly, I would probably even just say, "Hey, go get it. Go, go get an intuitive human design reading done." That would be my my intuitive feeling of what I would say. But if you had something to say to someone, hey, look, uh, if if I'm giving advice to your listeners right now to become the best version of yourself, it would be
1: remember, remember who you are, and remember that you are absolutely positively unique. There is no one else out there like you. You were brought here. You came here to raise the world and to do it by owning and sharing your unique gifts. You are here to be super sparkly, super shiny, and to raise the world. So do it. Get rid of everything in your life that isn't serving you so you can be your sparkliest self we need you to elevate the world i love that kelsey thank you so much
0: for being on the show can you please it's going to be in the show notes below but could you please let everyone know where they can find you
1: yeah head to kelseyabbott.com and you'll see at the top there's a banner get your free human design chart so click on that and i'll send you it's actually me like i actually look up your chart So put your information in there and I will personally send you an email with your chart telling you your energy type, your profile, and a golden nugget because I cannot help myself. (laughs) And then you can book a human design reading at KelseyAbbott.com slash human design.
0: Amazing, so uh, you heard it, go there and do that. In fact, I'm about to do that. Kelsey, thank you so much for being on the show today, for taking the time to talk with me and to just share this amazingness because honestly, I feel it feels just right. I can't really explain any other way to say it, but that this all just felt right. So thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: You're welcome. Thank you so much, Adam. It's been such a pleasure and I love that, that it just feels right.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living. If you enjoyed what you heard today, share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, kindly subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Have a great day.